Expressed in this podcast by the host and/or the guest do not necessarily reflect the views of the host and/or Paranormal Buzz Radio and/or its sponsors. Use of any material produced by Paranormal Buzz Radio without express written consent is prohibited. Paranormal Buzz Radio will not be held responsible for you holding your knees, crying, and rocking in a corner in a puddle of your own urine, or being beheaded by a group of children in a cornfield. In fact, if you come across a group of children in a cornfield, we promise to make fun of you as you run away screaming in terror. Listener discretion is advised. Caution. You are now entering the all-consuming realm of Shay's paranormal chat, where the things that are better left unsaid are actually said. Shut up and sit down. You're listening to Shay's paranormal chat. Paranormal podcasting done Shay's way. Tons of fun. Dude, seriously? A bit sarcastic. Hashtag investigator, not hunter. But always real. Hashtag data, not evidence. Don't get your panties in a twist. Oh my god, really? This is real, raw conversation. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Shay's Paranormal Chat. As always, I am Shay Carroll. Um, and as always, we have the lovely and beautiful Kelly McCarvel with us. How you doing? As sometimes you have. True. I always say always, but you're always with me in spirit, even if you're not on yeah, the show. Bump, 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 bump. You know, you know, she, she, she's magical like that. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I just posted on somebody else's post that the show was going. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh, uh, you know, it's always good. I need uh, a keeper. And I'm very happy. Uh, Chris Nielsen's here. He is joining us tonight to help with this lovely awesome show if i do say so myself hello hello i'm doing okay yeah um a little little bit of cabin fever but i think that's pretty much everybody nowadays exactly um which is what i wanted to address a little bit i didn't start off my show for the first time probably ever as my normal um tgif everybody um you know with it's happy friday only because I can't speak for everybody else, but I'm assuming a lot of us feel this way. It feels like one long day or a very long weekend for a couple weeks now. So, yeah, well, a, a long weekend for me would mean that I don't work. I've been sitting here having to work the whole time. Yeah, it's so. very confusing, isn't it? Emotion-wise? Yeah. It really is. And I work from yeah. home, and I'm still having the same issues. Um, yeah, it's been weird, definitely, and it's just, I don't know, it's its hard to grasp, I think, like, the entire situation, you know, but, 
It's weird. It is weird. It's oh, hard. yeah, definitely. It's hard to even I mean, put like, a word to. Yeah. Chris, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, no, you're good. You're good. I was just going to say, yeah, because, I mean, I know some people have the option to work from home, but you know, working in a gym, we were, like, some of the first to get shut down. So I've been here just kind of twiddling my thumb since St. Patty's Day, and it's it's weird. It's something that I don't think <coughs> really anybody in this generation's ever had to kind of deal with. Even the generations before, even my even my mother keeps saying, you know, she's never had to deal with anything like no, she's probably in the same generation as me, tell you the truth. But you know what I'm saying, like mm-hmm. this is this is very odd for everybody, which is why before we got into our actual topic, I thought it was great if the three of us could kind of talk a little bit about it and um i want to start off my message with people need to try to stay positive and remember that i'm trying to word this delicately because i know i have issues with that um that words can affect people so all the negativity i don't know about you too but I'm not on social media as much as I usually am. I'm staying away from it. Because every time I turn around, it's negative, negative, negative. And I understand it's their page and they can vent and that's how they're dealing with it. But for me, I don't want to see it. And I'm not talking about the jokes. I love the jokes. I love sense of humor. So I think people need to use smart words. And be careful what they say, especially if they're influencers, which I'm not. I'm not saying that, but I just mean in general. Pick your words carefully and remember that there's all different kinds of people out there with all different feelings. And be careful. Yeah. You know, and it's just everybody's dealing with things in a different way for this. And I think that that's one of the things to keep in mind is that some people, sure, maybe they're seeing this as a vacation, but for other people, this is this is a big deal, you know. Um, and you you just don't know how it's affecting everybody. So just be mindful of that and remember to to support everybody as best you can. Yeah, and make sure you check in on the people that you know. Um, I have a lot of friends that deal with depression and stuff like that, and you know, check in on them. Yeah. Yep, definitely. I'm trying to catch up and chat a little. I'm going to give a few shout-outs here real quick before we... Um, of course, we have Darren, Kelly, Matt's in there, Mama Pat's in there, Josh is in there, <coughs> Stephanie. Um, of course, Chris. Um, I think I just skipped <coughs> a bunch of people. Christopher's in there. And I'm sure we'll get some more in there after. But um, before we move on to the actual subject, do you guys have any advice for people, like empaths, um, how to deal with their feelings in stores or the social isolation that some people might be feeling? Oh, um, you know, I think honestly it's just, Continue to reach out to people, continue to, um, it's, it's tough because it's like, you know, I, I want to say interact with people as much as you can, but obviously we're not supposed to interact with people. And, um, 
you just have to, to take advantage of, of what you have available to you as much as possible. Um, but, but you gotta be safe guys. You gotta do this in a safe way. Cause you know, and, and I think about this, something as simple as if I go to the grocery store, if I bring it home, I've got, I've got asthma. My kids have got asthma. That's, that's something that you got to think of. So you got to do it safely. But I think if we, if we think about it and put a little time behind it and, and uh, are cautious, we can still have some interaction with other people. And honestly, I don't think there's any, I mean, we, there's not a whole lot of like in the same room, person to person interaction, but we are the most social we have ever been as a planet. Like we, there's a ton of people in chat right now. That is a social thing. I mean, we're not all, you know, collectively in a room, but uh, I think that's, Ability to reach out is something that, if it's beneficial for you, should definitely be utilized. Uh, for me, it's been honestly just a big couple weeks of distracting myself. I've been doing a lot of writing, uh, a lot of like photo editing. I've started running again because we're not completely locked in our houses, and uh, there's a nice trail kind of near us where it's not heavily trafficked, so I'm not worried too worried about running into people. Um, and I basically ignore him all day long because I'm still working here at the house. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, but, I did also make a but friend. He has, he has paper, Scott. So. I was just, I was just saying that you have Scott <laughs> just, to talk to. That's a, that's a pretty big testament to my mental and emotional state right now is, uh, yeah, I've, I've actually, he's over on the counter just looking at us. Yeah. He's, he's sitting over there eyeballing us. That I can't we see left him, him over there on the counter. Hi Scott. Hope you're doing well. I hope you don't get used anytime soon. That <laughs> <laughs> will be traumatic. It will be. Hopefully for, we can for, keep for a team I was going to say, is it going to be traumatic Scott. for Chris or Scott? Honestly, all parties involved, really, because it's going to be traumatic for me because I'm losing a friend. Scott's obviously not having the best time. <laughs> and he was inspired by Wilson from Castaway, so I'm planning on reenacting that. And everybody in the house is going to hear from the bathroom, Scott! I'm sorry, Scott. Unless, of course, I need him first, and then I'm going to sit in there and giggle as I do it. I, I want a video of this. <laughs> like, you know, the whole video. But hopefully I can find another stash of toilet paper and Scott can be spared, but um, I make no promises to him. None. Yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, we have uh, J-Ron just joined us. Matt's being a smartass. As always, which is what I like. Um, so I just want to... <laughs> they're, they're all like playing Monopoly and writing books. And Matt's already wrote one book and on to a second, which I doubt uh, is true. Because he also said Wednesday was his birthday, which it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Okay. And as always, if anybody ever needs anything you guys know where to find the hotline numbers or can reach out to me anytime and I can give you a number or I can take a few minutes and talk to you and I've done it recently and I'm not just saying that because um, I know this is a tough time for some people just being alone and other times it's a good thing but yeah, yeah. Um, sorry I was reading chat all right, so let's move on. <laughs> Josh confuses me sometimes, so I gotta like really read his chats. 
Yeah, Josh likes to do that. I get confused easily, though, but I think he does it on purpose. <laughs> so, our, our real topic, paranormal or not? Not. Damn, Generally speaking, done. not, yeah. Show's done. Yeah, over. Goodbye. Good night. <laughs> Thanks for coming. 12 minutes. Good time. <laughs> See? That's a, yeah, that's a record. Ghosts aren't real. No, they're fake. Um, I know. They're I... surreal. People are. Fake. Oh, oh, I like that. That is so oh. true. I'm making a T-shirt. There you go. I like it. it quick, copyright it. Uh, <coughs> uh, Josh is saying he does not. Darren says it's not hard to confuse me. So yeah, that's the truth. Know. That's the truth. I got six million things going on here, people. <laughs> Even if I'm sitting in my chair not doing nothing, I get confused. I confuse myself. So, so I got messages like paranormal or not. What's that mean? Because usually my titles are not so cryptic. But um, oh, Christopher got his paranormal buzz T-shirt today. So Darren got his the other day. Thank you guys. We appreciate that. Um, this is not for investigators. This is not for, you know, enthusiasts. It's just to talk about some ways to tell what's real paranormal, what's not, some advice. And we are not experts, except Chris. He's an expert at everything. <laughs> Good God, we're not talking about me, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just being funny. Um just, I get a lot of people messaging me, whether it's through my pages or me personally, with random questions. And so we didn't have a guest tonight, so I figured, why not discuss it? Do you guys get right. Do you guys get uh, messages from residentials with a lot of? Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't get as many recently, I would say, but yeah, I still get them where they're, um, I just got one the other day again, where they have weird things going on in their house. That's very contradictory. I don't get them too much anymore, but I just got one the well, other day. but uh, what I meant is like... So I don't see things, but I saw this one thing this one time. What I mean is that I used to get them like all the time. When I was first doing this, I'd get like multiple messages a week, and now it's it's one or two. One week or so. One every other week. I don't get as many. But yeah, I'll, I'll still have people reach out and they're like, hey, I've got some weird crap going on in my house. What do you think? Sorry, my camera's falling. I just realized you were looking at my forehead. All right, we like your forehead. It's better than my face. Um, <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, see, I can't have a serious show even when I try. What is, I always get, like, this, this, uh, a list of things that are happening. And I can go first if you want, but either one of you. How do you approach it when somebody messages you? And I'm talking message written, because it's a little different when it's a phone call. It's more detailed and you back and forth. What is some of your you know, advice? What is some of the questions that are what to look out for? 
I mean, I think for me at least, there is an aspect of how believable does it sound. And I know that that sounds horrible, but it's like, we all know those people who take any little thing and blow it out of proportion. They hear a bang and it happens every night and on and off throughout the day. And it, it, you know, they don't stop to think, well, does it coincide with when your heat kicks on, you know, um, or, or just something so, so astronomically out there that it's like, Okay, we'll talk about this because I don't want to say that anybody isn't telling the truth, but I don't know. For me, there's a little bit of how much hysteria there is behind it and just really, and I've got an unfair advantage maybe because I base it off of how does it feel as I'm reading it? How does it feel? Does it feel like it's real or does it not? I get that. I um... (coughs) am. Yeah, there's some messages that you just get that are... But then I try to take into consideration a lot of things. and But I... What we all know one of my biggest downfalls is I go way out of my way sometimes for other people. What? T- too much, I know. Um, that's why I wanted to kind of talk about this a little <laughs> bit. I'm brushing right over that. Because once somebody has it in their head that they have paranormal activity in their house, sometimes every little thing is all of a sudden paranormal. And you mm-hmm. got to figure out what's what. Oh, yeah. And those are, I've noticed because I actually try to uh, survey this factor, it's the people that watch the shows. Um, it's the people who are... I don't know, into it, and they're into it so much that they actually want it to be part of their home, and they want it to, like... Exactly. They act like they don't, but they... they. I'm working on this theory of paranormal Munchausens, and I think it is very much a thing. I like that. It's true, because I think it makes them feel like they're special, so they want to... I, I don't know, and that sounds horrible to say, but it's like... I've had people legitimately get mad at me before when I've said that that's that's nothing, that's your heat kicking on or, or whatever it is, you know. And they get mad at me like, how dare you tell me? Well, I'm not telling you that you don't have something here. I'm telling you I can't find anything. That's all I'm telling you. Yeah. And that's also kind of the problem because you can actually find things that go to the contrary. I've taken a house before where um, I want to say there was something weird going on with the wiring in the basement and they were getting these weird vibes and stuff in this hallway and it just happened to be sorry the hallway was the spot where they noticed a lot Um, go down to the basement there is some janky wiring down there and I explained to them hey you get this fixed this is probably going to go away a lot of your uh, side effects of VMF overexposure are also the same symptoms as what you would find with uh, paranormal occurrences, and they actually went out, found someone else to just basically validate everything they wanted. <laughs> right. And it is kind of, what do they jump to? You know, it was like Mama Pat said. She's like, they feel a tug on the bed, and they have 73 demons all of a sudden. Right. Well, if that's where you're jumping to, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt when you're telling me your story. Tell me not only what you're experiencing, but tell me how long it's been happening, who's it, who's experienced it, 
What have you done to try to figure out if there is a reasonable explanation? Yep. I agree. Um, and EMF is a big, big, big factor in it. And some people don't want to believe it. Um, but EMF can cause anything from a simple headache to full-blown hallucinations if it's high enough. And like Chris said, it really can mimic some paranormal activity. It can make you believe it's going on. I can't keep up with chat. It's really going. Sorry, guys. (laughs) No, I'm trying to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, and and these are things, you know, I mean, we've used this example before when he, um, Chris was hosting one of his events at um, Spook Cave last fall. And we're in a cave. There's really obviously not much going on because we're 100 and what, 20 feet underground or something like that. I don't remember what you said, but how far did you just, I don't know, we're underground. 120 feet, yeah. That's what I said. Okay, good job. Hey, look at that. I thought you just said 20. I was like, hmm. No, 120 feet. Um, You know, but we have an EMF thing with us, and as we're going out of the cave, it goes off, and the, the people that were with us were like, oh, my gosh, it's going off, you know? And it was funny because Chris, being the type of person that he is, he stops the boat, and he backs it up, and it starts again and then he goes forward and it starts again. And I, I pick up quicker than everybody else in the boat, what he's doing. He's checking to see if it's consistently going off in the same spot. Well, it is, it's consistently going off in the same spot. You know, it just happened to be for whatever reason, that particular light that was in the cave was setting off the EMF. The other ones weren't, but that one did. So, you know, and it was, the people in the boat, it was funny. I mean, they called him an asshole, but they were kidding about it. They're like, oh, you're an asshole, you know, because they were so excited. But that's, you have to, you can't just float by something and have a, a tool go off and absolutely, yes, it's absolutely haunted. Well, yeah. did you check it out? Did you try to figure out what's setting that off? I mean, I spent probably, I don't know. 15 minutes, 20 minutes at the Grand Opera House when we were there a couple weekends ago trying to figure out what the hell was setting off this EMF meter. I'm still not 100% sure but what it was, but I'm pretty sure there was something in the area that was setting it off because it was, was a little too coat? consistent. You kept making it go off. The coat? Oh, yeah. oh that, was, that was the thing too. Yeah. Every time I got it close to Chris, it went off. It was weird. I've had that happen to me once. That no matter where I went, I'd walk away from them and nothing, mm-hmm. nothing with multiple devices and they'd walk to me and boom, it went off. I'm like, you know, I'm like, crap. No, this is, was it to be off and I'd walk towards Chris and it would go. That's would what start. I meant. Did I say it backwards? Yeah. Sorry. That's what I and meant. And it was causing all sorts of feedback with just my walkie talkie. It wasn't even Oh, that was else's. the other thing. I was trying to figure it out. And as he comes walking up to me, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, this EMF keeps going off, and I don't understand why. And all of a sudden, his walkie-talkie that he had on him starts squealing. Nobody else's was squealing, just his. It was really weird. I was causing a bit of a scene because I was, like, taking my phone out of my pocket, removing... It was on airplane anyways, but he took it out of his pocket. You know, removing my walkie-talkie. I, I, like, stripped myself of all electronics. and I thought he was going to say he stripped. I was like, whoa. Now you want to go to the station with us, don't you? (laughs) Yeah. That's a different show. 
<laughs> um, I meant different pay, different tickets. You got to buy a different ticket for that show, not different show. Yeah, because I talk about it. I don't care. Um, oh, Mama Pat, I happen to look. She has a question. If I missed any, I'm not playing favorites, even though she's one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> I'm not playing favorites, but she's a favorite. I just happen to see it. I'll go back while they're talking. Driving under a street light and it goes off. Paranormal or not? My answer was, hmm, depends if it's Kelly or not. But <laughs> on a serious note, my first response would be probably not. I think it's the consistency. Um, yeah, see, that's different. She said, like, that, she made it sound like one. Oh, look at us saying the same things. Aw, see, we share a brain. And, and that's, you know, I know that you're a big poo-poo around the whole flashlight thing. But again, I think it goes back to consistency. If <clears throat> if it's just random here and there, and it's not, and it's not... I don't know how to explain what I'm even trying to say because streetlights are obviously different than the flashlights. But I'll tell you that my experiences with streetlights is I have a tendency to blank out streetlights. Yeah. When I go driving under them, they go off. And, I mean, we've played with this before because Mom and Pat and I will go out and just go for rides. And we'll go by a streetlight and it goes off. So we'll drive around the block. It's back on by the time we get around the block and it goes off as we go under it again. And I've noticed that it, it tends to do it more depending on how I'm feeling. If my energy levels are high, I tend to blow streetlights more often. Yep. Now, can I say without a shadow of a doubt that that's, that's me doing that? No, but I can tell you that I screw with electronics hardcore, not just streetlights. I mean, was it... Was it you that we had the flashlight that I was trying to get a flashlight to work and it wouldn't work and I handed it to somebody and it worked for them and they handed it back to me and it wouldn't work and I handed it back to them and it worked for them and I'm like, screw it. I'm done. I just, I mess with electronics. I think that's Speakers, different. Bluetooth. Though. Yeah. That's well, but is like it though? Say, because the street light is electronic. No, I meant consistency <clears throat> as, you, as yeah. you were saying. It's more consistent, but... Um, uh, Josh Smith said from, he agreed just from what he said, you know, what mama Pat said, um, just from what you said, I'd go with no too many variables to go through it Yeah. to go through first. Sorry. Um, and that's where the text messages are the, uh, PMs that you get. It's confusing and it's hard to figure out because if somebody were to ask a question like that, if they were to email me that question, hey, exactly how Mama Pat said, I would say probably not. I might ask more yeah. questions, but um, I must have missed something. Sorry. Oh, silence. Um. I don't know. I, yeah, I was trying oh, to see she was, she was, she's saying what you already <clears> said. <throat> it was just, she said it before you saw, said it and I didn't see it. So, yeah. Um, so you're talking, um, different lights 
different these are this is something consistent with you correct different street lights different towns different times of day different i mean it happens everywhere right it's a pretty consistent thing i just wanted to clarify <clears throat> that because i'm going way back in questions here and there is a consistency thing again yeah but sometimes i have to wonder and this is just me constantly playing devil's advocate yep um, if I tell everybody, well, I guess this is probably a poor example now, but, uh, to, you know, just in your day-to-day -day life, start looking for a yellow car. <clears throat> Guess what? You're going to start seeing yellow cars everywhere. So you have a couple of days on a weird weekend where it seems like things are turning off on you. Well, you're going to notice it every time now that something turns off. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I couldn't say one way or the other. I just, I know I like to play devil's advocate with yeah. these sort of things, especially with ones that have so many variables. Yeah. Uh, and there like are. Like the flashlight. And I, I think the only and, thing I would say to that though is, I mean, it's not, it's not even that we're always looking for it. It's, we won't even be thinking about it. We'll be talking in mid conversation about something else and a street light will go out. So um, but yeah. it's like, hey, I, I, I recently started driving a black Honda Accord, and I never noticed them before, but now I'm noticing them wherever, wherever I go because it's just something I'm starting to yeah. to notice. Yeah. Once you see a pattern, you kind of look for it. Whether that's so, conscious or subconscious. Right. So then that begs the question of, is it truly a pattern for everybody who isn't paying it, and they're just not paying attention? So is it just that Mom and Pat and I are more observant, or is it not a pattern for everybody else? All of the above. I think there's too many variables to say one way or the other. Um, but you mess with all kinds of electronics. And you hear that a lot about psychics. So yeah, it's hard that's to fair. say. Because I'm the same way with any like any a lot of things that have to deal with uh, magnets or magnetism. Hotel room keys in particular are are terrible for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much so. Um, Why do you keep your credit card good? Very I don't carefully. Know if the chips are magnetic. Yeah, because you kill hotel room keys, but your credit cards have always worked. That's weird. Um, again, Kelly knows I'm not doubting her. It just I'm the same as Chris. Sometimes I I play devil's advocate, and then other times I'm hardcore on the left or right of things. So you never know with me. But I try to look <laughs> at everybody else's side too. Um. Christopher says, tell me why I go into the store and no one's around. And then I go to get in line and everybody and their brother is there. Paranormal. Well, that's not. an easy question. Nobody was around the store because they were all in line before you got there. <laughs> bad, bad timing, Christopher. <laughs> um, I thought that was funny, but all right. I think I'm all caught up with questions here. Thanks, Darren. I know Darren's busy in the background, but he is here listening. Yeah. Um, Mama you Pat. Know, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you answer first. I was going to read Mama Pat's question. No, I was going to say, or is it the opposite? Does everybody do it? And it is paranormal, but people who are more attuned psychically notice it. I've always said part of being psychic is just paying attention. And I was going to say that absolutely. Um, so much of intuition and psychic and 
any part of this is paying attention to the things that are going on around you and not just brushing it off as coincidence. So how many people are driving under a light and the light goes out and it happens to be when they're having a bad day and, and they just brush it off as just a coincidence? Well, it may be. It may just be a coincidence. But if it's consistently happening, is it? I'll hop in on devil's advocate train again. I, for as long as I can remember, have always considered myself to be pretty, pretty observant, but it's only until recently I've started to even think about identifying myself as any kind of psychic. So was I just deluded back then in thinking that I was observant or was that? Everybody's observant in certain ways though. Everybody has their things that, resonate with them stronger than others. I mean, you remember dates like stupid, crazy. Well, I can't remember what today is, you know? Um, I don't know. So I don't know. It's, it's a hard one. Got me. I'm very observant to my surroundings. Like, I don't know if it's cause I grew up. Yeah. Mass All I know is that or... we've played with it before when we've gone up. Go ahead. You're freezing. Go ahead, hon. Oh, I was just going to say, all I know is that we've played. Can you hear us? Yep. Can you hear us? Hello? Yep. Um, the only thing I know is that we've, we've played with it before when we're out for our rides. You know, we'll focus on the light and we'll think, okay, let's try to turn this one off as we go under it. And it'll go off when we go under it. You know, so we've, we don't just observe it. We've actually we've actually tried to see how consistent it is. That's where I'm saying like, if one went out, we'd go around the block and see, does it go out again when we go underneath it? You know, um, can I make this particular light go off? Well, what about next time I make that one go off? You know, um, I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, but that's and, like, and maybe it's, that's like doing experiments. So right. you're, you're testing things and trying to come up with some data. You know, it's not evidence, but you're getting there. You're testing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's it. when you start doing things like that is when the, you know, line gets just a little less hazy. I don't think we'll ever see things like this crystal clear. Uh, but, yeah, once you start actually experimenting with it, test actually testing it, yeah, then... <clears throat> you know, you're heading in the right direction. Yeah, I definitely would agree with Shay there. Yep. That's a difference. You know, you're not just observing yeah. it. You're actually collecting information. And I'm not saying I'm all powerful or anything like that. I'm not like saying I could drive down a street and make every single light on the street go out, but it's just, we've messed with it. And it's, it's, it's been interesting. Let's just put it in the interesting category. Right. <clears throat> and keep testing it. Yep. Start yeah. recording information. You can have yourself a real experiment there. Yeah. So. Yep, yep. Um, well, and I've done it with a speaker, too, you know. I mean, <clears throat> we were doing a presentation, and it was me and another investigator, and we're sitting in this circle of people doing this presentation, and, and the other person's trying to let them listen to some EVP on, through the speaker. And it's, I mean, it's in his hand, and, and I'm sitting right next to him, 
and the speaker will not work while I'm sitting right next to him. And all of a sudden it dawned on me, I'm sitting next to him. I wonder if this is me. So I back out of the circle. The speaker starts to work. And it runs for a little while, and I think, okay, it's running. It'll be fine. I move back into the circle. The speaker stops working again. And it's like, that's not normal. So I back out of the circle again. It starts working again. You know, now, now here's where I'm talking about observation, guys, because the people in the circle didn't pay any attention to it at all. They didn't understand what was going on. I don't think they even noticed that I had backed in or out of the circle. But the person who had the speaker in his hand, knew this about me, that I screw with electronics. He knew exactly what was going on. And he was giggling because it's like... It's the AMF beater in the boat. Yeah. And I was testing it out to see, is that me messing with it? Well, sure shit, it was. Because when I moved away from it, it worked just fine. (coughs) Yeah, so I don't know. And, And that's where you have to test that. And that's why... Even after I came back into the circle and it started working one time again, I didn't just sit there or or stopped working again. I backed out again to see, well, consistently, if I do it again, is it going to, is it going to keep doing that? So, and then the next presentation that we had to do when we knew we'd be doing the same thing, I didn't sit next to the speaker and, you know, it worked just fine. Um, I don't know. I know I can mess with things. So don't mess with Kelly. That's the... The short, <laughs> that's the short of the story. Um, but the, and I don't know how much of it is because you expect it. I mean, I know that I can mess with stuff, so I am leery of it. But is it my my thought that I'm going to mess with it that makes me mess with things? One could say yes, but I wasn't thinking about that. Like in the example of sitting in that circle with the speaker, I wasn't sitting there thinking, oh, I better not sit next to the speaker. I'm going to mess it up. It wasn't until it wasn't working that I thought, Oh, wonder is if this me? is me. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I saw Josh's, but if you're expecting a result, couldn't you say you're almost influencing the results? Only if it's, it's only if you only in, you so. can't influence a light bulb to break or something like that. Like those. Kind Don't of get results. me wrong. I'm not breaking the light bulbs. It just goes off. <laughs> They right. come back on. I know what he's saying, but I don't know when in the conversation he right. said this, so I'm not th- really sure. But, like, that's like if you are doing um, an EVP session and you're expecting somebody to say Johnny and they say, you're going to say, oh, exactly. a, you know. So, yeah, I agree with them somewhat. I'm just not sure. I'm way back in the conversation. You know, I definitely think something like that is more applicable to the <clears throat> kind of post-work of an investigation for investigators. So uh, it's the people that are taking, you know, a bunch of pictures and they're expecting a ghost to show up. So that fleck of dust is going to be a ghost to them. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know how it applies to light bulbs, but um, yeah, definitely when it comes to the actual investigation process, if you want to find a ghost, you're going to find one. Whether or not it's something potentially legitimate is definitely questionable. But in your mind, you're going to have found something. Yeah, I agree. Especially if But you... what you said... Go ahead. I was just going to say what you said, Shay, absolutely. There's truth to that, too. And that's where that pareidolia comes in. If your brain is expecting to hear something 
you're going to take the, the you're going to make it work no matter what, maybe not yeah. even on purpose. And there's people who like, and that goes back to what we were saying earlier, the people who so desperately want to have that experience, they're going to take that and say, did you hear that? They say, you're going to die. Yeah, uh, no, exactly. That's not what that said. Um, here's a good one. Ovulus. Can that be debunked? That depends on who you ask because there have been, was it the ovulus four or six that was found to have a recorder in it? None of the other ones were so far, but what? one of the old I ones. Honestly, if you can't prove that beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's actually doing what you think it's doing, I don't know whether or not you can even say debunking is the right process because when you debunk something, you're taking the rational explanation and applying it to whatever that situation is. With something like that, I feel like what you need to work more is actually developing some sort of credibility to it. It's like the phone-based apps when they first start being a thing. Uh, you know, I first heard about Spiritus and I thought they were nuts. Absolutely. And as I continue to use it, I found some things. Honestly, I still don't know where I stand with ITC devices. I don't know if I actually believe that voices travel on radio speaker, radio signal, uh, to use the SB7 as an example, or if they are manipulating the you know phonetic sounds that come out of a spiritus, and it's just all pareidolia taking over. Um, and that's why I'd like to go back to uh, what we do isn't necessarily scientific, so to speak. It's more it's more observing. Yep. I, Kelly and I used to go back for the first year we knew each other back and forth on spiritus and necrophonics and I was just so dead set against them like I wouldn't even try them so finally I'm like Nicole let's just try this fucking thing prove everybody wrong let's, <laughs> let's get it done and over with let's you know do a few tests and experiments and so we were gonna do it for a certain amount of certain amount of times, different locations and stuff. And lo and behold, the first time that we used it, it was like, holy crap! Um, it was crazy. So like, I still don't know where I stand on everything. I still like have another backup because some of this stuff is on recording and it can't be denied what was said. Right, right. But it, like, I'm like, okay, I'll stop giving you shit now because this, like, this was, like, a six-hour-long conversation. So. Yeah. Well, and what I've always said about the Spiritus is I know that, that the reason that I believe in it, I can't expect anybody else to be able to say, oh, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. But, yep. guys, for me, with my abilities, the way they work, and having the Spirits be able to speak to me directly I can't deny it when they start a sentence where I can hear it psychically and they finish the sentence through the application. Yeah. There, there's no way I can deny that. You know, that's too, it's too, it's just too much to say there's not something to that. And that's absolutely what sold me on Spiritus. Well, I think it was finally, like, I can't keep knocking it if I have never even tried it. Like... Right. You know, I got to at least have something to back it up. So I really thought we were just going to be like, ha, ha, ha. Um, but not only did we get 
a six-hour-long conversation that first night, but other devices were going off multiple times, like, okay, can you do mm-hmm. this one now? Can you do that one now? And it would say, yeah, yes. So you have that multiple device That You know me. Yeah. I, I need at least two, three things going on at once before I can say, okay, now I consider this data. I can, you know. Before that, it's personal yeah. experience is a difference. I know. I'm a pain in the ass, Kelly. It's okay. I love you anyways. It's all right. You'll, you'll see it my way eventually. I know you will. <laughs> I do see it your way, but when I just <laughs> like having, I bounce back and forth. Can we just say that? Um, you go I'm, both ways? Only for you. <laughs> only for you. That's good because I am a one woman type of girl. One type of woman. What? Say that again. <laughs> I am a one woman type of girl. All right. One woman, <laughs> one man. There we go. That's right. And narrow it down to one each. Oh, thank you, Christopher. Um, which do you guys like? All right. Uh, Chris already said he's not sure how he feels. Kelly, which one do you um, like better, Necrophonics or um, Spiritus? Um, for me, I like the Spiritus better. Um, I don't know. For for the Necrophonic, it's, and maybe it just has to do with my ADHD because there's just, sometimes the Necrophonic seems quiet to me. Um, it's, I don't know. I just seem to have better results with Spiritus, I guess. And that's, and that may be a me thing, you know, that kind of goes back to spirits interact better with a certain person or spirits interact better with a certain tool. Well, maybe combine that as spirits interact better with a certain tool with a certain person. So maybe I can go into a location and have a conversation and have a great interaction with a spirit using spiritist, but Chris will go in and he'll have a better interaction using necrophonic, you know? Well, if they both work the same way, maybe it's coincidence. Yeah. They're almost the same. I mean, um, is it Spiritus has more options? You actually have to physically. You, I think I've only physically ran them a few times. Um, Nicole usually does that. But is it Spiritus that you can pick the different things or is that Necrophonics? Yeah. So, and honestly, this is where I kind of teeter back and forth. Between the two, I've played with uh, Sweetbox as well. But yeah, with Spiritus is the one where you've got one of four. Yeah. Uh, phonetic banks and you can select those and you can do all this other funky stuff. Uh, Necrophonics basically just a raw eight uh, sound banks. Right. And yeah, so for part of me is like, oh, you have more sound ops with Necrophonic. That seems cooler. Uh, on the other hand, with Spiritus, you can get something that might be more agreeable to your ear. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where... Some people have issues. I know Kelly hates the SB7 because it's this round of chicka 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 And it is. It, it sets your teeth on edge. Well, it's not just that. It messes with my energy somehow. I mean, it makes me feel like lightheaded and like drunk, but a bad drunk. The rooms kind of start spinning and I get, I just get really sick sometimes. I did it first, but I started getting used to them. I still have problems listening to them in review. Um, yeah, but I can do the, you know, I can wear headphones and listen to it, but only, I only do it for like 10 minutes at a time live. Sometimes yeah. a little longer, but I try not to. 
Well, and sometimes I can be around it and it's okay, but there's other times somebody will turn on an SB7 and I just have to leave the room because it's just, it's too much. Yeah, and a lot of people feel that way. And if we're with somebody that feels that way, we, you know, we will not use it or... Well, and I don't want other people not to be able to use it just because it doesn't work with me. I'm happy yeah, to but if I, I wouldn't want somebody, else. I wouldn't want somebody to use something that made me sick. Yeah, but I think that's one of those things. Everybody's different. So maybe the SB7 doesn't agree with you, but uh, just flipping through, it looks like Christopher likes SB7. Chad likes the SB7. I like it. So I. F- so I mean, yeah. it might make some people sick, but I think it's honestly. If you're going out there as an investigator, it's almost your responsibility to at least try a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I mean, if you stick to the same exact tools consistently, don't be wrong. There's a lot of stuff coming out now, and a lot of it's kind of, eh, what's this, what's this, what's this? Um, so I do. I like playing with new tools and toys and stuff, but uh, and I think you should, but, I mean, you should also have that kind of set arsenal. So Right. Um, and, and maybe maybe that spirit is going to be one who communicates best with the SP7. It's not fair to deny everybody else that experience just because sometimes it can mess with my little brain. Yeah. I just, there's so many other things we can do if, um, if it makes somebody sick. Um, so I'm going to answer a couple more questions here, and then we're going to start wrapping things up. I am uh, not feeling very well, and um, let's see. I just saw a question here somewhere. Um, uh, Chris, you want to you want to help me with this question? I can do my best. All right. <laughs> uh, Darren wants to know how about houses or locations that are hoaxes? Could you go do an investigation with a clear mind, knowing? preconceived notions so, I guess I'm not t- totally sure what the question is like if I'm going somewhere where I know something's been faked yes uh, honestly yeah uh, so you know the way I like to do things is it's very much just trying trying to basically interact with whoever's there and in doing so I don't think I ever really go anywhere with a set bias. I also don't particularly go into places with a whole lot of information anyways. Right. Um, so if I'm going in just being like, Hey, who's here? That's, you know, I'm not asking like, Hey, did blah, 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 who died because of, you know, was, was this, you know, the guy who died in the library with the candlestick even though I know that's not true, I'll just be like, hey, who's here? I'm not asking for anybody too specific. Uh, uh, I agree. So Isn't it? I think. Is Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Isn't it the same as when you somebody tells you what has happened at a location? You kind of keep that in your mind, but you also put it aside and still do an investigation as if you're starting from fresh. Oh, yeah, definitely, because, I mean, I'm trying to think of a... The Liska is one of those, you know, I mean... Get out of my brain. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Since you're very clearly about to say exactly what I was going to say. I mean, there's no way to not know going into the list of the stories and what happened there and, and experiences that other people have had. So it's it can be a little hard to go in and not have preconceived notions, but yet you do. Like somebody said, you've got to set that all to the side and just act like you know nothing and have those experiences yourself. If you're able to do that, sometimes you can find out things really different um, than maybe what other people are experiencing or other people have reported. Yeah. I think anybody that knows me knows I hate blanket statements. I can't say this is how it always is, or this is how it always should be, or this is how I feel about this all the time. I think each each situation, each location, each person, each store, each whatever you want to say is separate. And when we throw everything in together, um, that's where some of the trouble comes in. Yeah. It's it's hard, and it's just, um, I think it can make you kind of like we were talking earlier. If you're if somebody tells you, oh, well, there's a Johnny here, well, you're going to almost be listening for that Johnny, you know, but you have to, you have to really take that out of your head sometimes. And, um, again, we're going to be wrapping this up really soon, guys. If you think you hear Johnny, I think, or anything. I think your next step is, like, peer review without telling them what you think you hear. See what they have to say. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially when it, I mean, using the example of EVP specifically, mm-hmm. I would, you know, I'll give them the chance to listen and be like, oh, I think I hear this. I'm like, well, I think I hear this. And then I'll let them re-listen through. But I will never lead off with, hey, hey. Did, did you hear this say hey, me too. kill Chris? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I I think I heard it say this. You listen, see what you think. Well, of course they're going to hear that. Yeah, because they already have the preconceived notion of what they're listening for. Is that the right term? Precon- no. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Um. Let's see. All right, Kelly. Do you want to do um where you're going to be, or do you, do you want to skip it this week because we don't know where we're going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be undetermined for the near future. I'm going to be quarantined for the foreseeable future. Um, Yeah, we don't really know for sure what we've got coming up. I mean, even the next couple things that we have um, on the potential horizon, we have to see whether or not we're going to be able to do them. um, I know your next Realm Walker will be April 8th. Sure. That's what I, that's what you told me. That's why I've written down. Well, all right then. See, April eighth it is. This is why I trust you to keep track of me. And I'm gonna go next because Chris has more to talk about than me. Um, I'm just gonna go with the one thing. The next thing I have coming up besides um next next week Shay's paranormal chat. I, I lied. I have two things. Next week Shay's paranormal chat. Um, we're going to be doing talking to somebody that I can't even talk. Um, we're going to be talking about past life regression. Is that mm-hmm. is that what it's called? Hypnotizing people and yeah. past lives yep. and yep. Um, and um, 
Darren is going to help me out because Kelly, Kelly is off that day. So Darren is going to actually help me out a little bit. We were supposed to be at Hanukkah. Oh. Chris is looking at me like, why are you going to be off next Friday? Oh. No I'm, one's going to be anywhere. Ever. Yeah, I'm actually around, but oh. um, but I don't want to kick Darren off. So. Oh, uh, yeah. That wouldn't be nice of us, would it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe you guys can do Shay's Paranormal Chat and I'll just take the night off. Um, <laughs> and then um, April 13th, I'll be on Storming the Unknown, which is... Um, Switching, it was on IU Media, now it's switching to Paranormal Warehouse. So watch for stuff on that. Um, Chris, what do you got coming up? Um, I am uh, I'm hopping into the old uh, podcast game. I figured everybody and their cousin has one. So he wanted to be cool. Like I wanted to be shit. one of the I wanted to be one of the cool kids. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Daylight Paranormal Podcast is launching on Tuesday. Uh, first episode is going to be a general kind of live chat uh, introduction to what the show is going to be like. What you know, some, I've already got guests lined up who uh, we're going to be seeing in the future. Um, and yeah, just kind of leaving it as a uh, open chat. So that'll be uh, Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, seven so yeah, Central. My, seven Central. Yes. So it'll be 8 p.m. your time. Awesome. I can't wait. I'm going to be listening. I will definitely be listening. All right. I'm going to do shout outs real quick here. Um, and I usually don't do them at the end of the show. So here you we go. To start from the bottom. No, I, I got it. it. No, I got it. You're good. Take a break. We're gonna <laughs> Shay can do... see my head's pounding. Yeah. You're not the only one. Mine started. That's why I thought it was weird. Um, yeah. Cause it started about the same time you said yours did. Yeah. I messaged her and I said, Is, "Do you have migraine too?" I can say because mine started ten minutes before that. So um, we have Mr. Chad Derry. Thank you very much for joining us. We have a new listener, Jay Ron. Thank you. We have Mama, awesome Mama Pat Craft. There we go. We have Christopher. We have Darren Bus. Darren, I'll message you later, but you're good. You'll be on the show no matter what. Yeah. Um, Chris Nielsen, of course. See Josh Smith, thank you. We have Matthew, and I'm the only one allowed to call him Matthew. Um, let's see, I know I'm gonna miss people. I know my mother's listening, and I see other people up there listening. But Christopher, I think I said Steve Weeks is in there, and I'm probably missing people, but. All right, I think that's about it. Um, April, thank you. Sorry, I didn't give her a shout-out in the beginning, so I don't want to miss her. Um, also a new person. <laughs> thank you, April, for joining us, and I hope to see you Absolutely. back. Absolutely. I think I get everybody. Steph was in there somewhere. I think I missed her. Yep, Steph was in there for a little while. Um, I'm scrolling through a little bit. Mallory, thanks, Mal. Oh, she did drop in for a second, yeah. Yeah. And I see a lot of, I can see a lot of people that liked it, but I don't say their names unless they say something in chat, because I did once. Because they're just lurking and stalking. Yeah, and they said, I, I did once, and somebody said, well, if I didn't say hi, that it was for a reason. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Didn't mean to. Sorry. I think it said J-Ron. Thanks, J-Ron. Yeah, you did. Yep. All right, I think we're. Did you say Steve Weeks? Yes, I did. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. 
Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you, everybody, for coming. And um, I hope to see you guys all back here next Friday. Next Friday. Same time, same bat channel. <laughs> different people, different personality for me, but uh, I'll be here. So, good night, everybody, and we'll see you next Friday. Until then, be kind to one another, pass on positivity, and stay strong. Love you uh, guys. Have a good night. Special oh. thank you to Chris. Sorry. No problem. Love having you on. Anytime. Oh, sorry, Kim. Good night, Kim. Thanks for coming. <gasps> Kim. Kim, yeah. Kim. She was quiet tonight. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.